0: EOS Hot Sauce The EOS Foundation is making progress, Pomelo supporters raise a thousand EOS for public goods, and much more. Hello EOS Nation, I'm Daniel Keyes and this is episode 115 of the EOS Hot Sauce. Let's get right into this week's spicy goodness. The new EOS Foundation is well on its way to being funded. With the support of Dan Larimer, Eve LaRose recently announced he's working on the creation of a much-needed EOS Foundation to fund the ongoing development of the ecosystem. Zach Gall recently provided the following recap of events that have taken place so far, as well as some notes on what to expect in the near future regarding the EOS Foundation. On Friday, August 6, Eve LaRose, former CEO of EOS Nation, published a blog post announcing his plans for proposing the EOS block producers to fund an EOS foundation whose mission will be to lead the vision and roadmap for the EOS blockchain. At its core, the foundation will work to empower developers, businesses, and individuals to build on EOS. On Monday, August 9th, Yves LaRose updated the community to inform them that since the initial announcement, he has been gathering feedback, addressing concerns, and working towards reaching consensus amongst the block producers and key stakeholders to support the funding for an EOS foundation. This update also included plans for how the initial MSIG for the foundation would be structured, as well as how an advisory council is to be set up to provide strategic advice on the overall direction of the foundation and to advise as well as sign off on all grant recipients and project sponsorships. On Thursday, August 12th, there was MSIG number one. The first MSIG, which was described on August 9th, was proposed on chain for the block producers to sign off on. This proposal would create a new EOSIO.grant system contract which would be under the management of Yves LaRose, Zach Gall from Everything EOS, and Defango of EOS Asia. As an additional layer of checks and balances, a 36-hour time delay was also included in the MSIG plans, which would allow block producers to intervene should they ever need to do so to stop a transaction. MSIG number one passed on August 12th, reaching BP consensus in less than 24 hours from it being proposed. On Thursday, August 12th, it was MSIG number two. Upon the passing of MSIG number one, a second MSIG was proposed to transfer the 3.4 million legacy EOS fees contained in the EOSIO.RAM fee and EOSIO.names to the EOSIO.grounts account, which is established in MSIG number one. Additionally, MSIG number two will increase network inflation to 3%, of which one-third will continue flowing to BPs and two-thirds will accumulate in ESIO.savings for future funding requests on a periodic basis. At the time of this recording on Wednesday morning, MSIG number 2 is currently sitting at 9 out of 15 passing votes. With several members of the EOS community publicly questioning why MSIG number 2 was taking longer to pass than MSIG number 1, on August 16th, Yves LaRose dropped into the Everything EOS Telegram channel to update the community. Here's what he said. Current focus isn't on getting BP MSIG 2 approval quickly, it's on getting stakeholders on the same page while doing media outreach. Eve also shared that he's currently drafting a long-form article which will attempt to answer many different questions and offer additional insight based on feedback he's received from key stakeholders and active block producers. Eve will address a host of topics and questions including how the funds will be used, who is on the council, and how the council will be determined. Check out the written edition of this episode for the entire list of 33 topics and questions planned to be addressed in the upcoming article. After an MSIG number two is passed, 3.4 million EOS, roughly $17 million, will be under the immediate management of the EOS Foundation, roughly the size of a Series A VC funding round. With its funding secured, the EOS Foundation will be empowered to begin its work to deliver on its mission to lead the vision for the EOS blockchain. EOS will then begin its next chapter that includes the leadership, funding, and resources that has been lacking over the last several years. Go EOS! The Pomelo NFT collection is officially sold out, which means we've raised 1,000 EOS for the matching pool for the first Pomelo funding round due out later this year. Thank you to everyone who participated. Remember, if you picked up our four Pomelo ingredients, it's time to blend them into Pomelo Tree and start farming those juicy Pomelo NFTs. The Pomelo trees will only be fruiting for a four week period from August 14th to September 11th. Speaking of Pomelo trees, we've been very impressed by the fact that 85% of all available ingredients have already been blended into Pomelo trees. Many of you have been asking questions regarding the farming mechanism, as well as the end game for the series. We're happy to be able to share all of these details with you at this time. First of all, in terms of farming rewards, the juicy pomelos are equally distributed to all pomelo tree holders during the farming period. For example, if someone held two pomelo trees for the duration of the farming period, they'll earn twice as many juicy pomelos rewards as a person holding one pomelo tree. If all 1,000 pomelo trees were minted before the farming period began, each pomelo tree would yield exactly four juicy pomelos over the four week farming period. Since not all of the trees are minted, one pomelo tree will yield slightly more than four juicy pomelos. Users can add more trees to their account at any time to increase their farming rate. Make sure to log in to harvest.pomelo.io to check your juicy pomelo yield and claim them once your unclaimed balance is greater than one. Since fractions of a juicy pomelo can't be claimed, all accounts at the end of the farming period will be left with an unclaimable fraction of a juicy pomelo. On Saturday, August 28th at 1600 UTC, we'll be activating our next blending recipe that combines the four juicy pomelos and one pomelo tree into the golden pomelo. On September 11th, at the end of the farming period, these golden pomelos can then be burned into a non-transferable pomelo badge NFT that will show up on your official pomelo profile, forever displaying the fact that you are one of the original supporters of the pomelo platform. We do want to point out that these pomelo badges bring cosmetic-only improvements to your account. Your voting weight in the pomelo funding round is not impacted by holding these NFTs. Users who accumulate extra golden pomelos will be able to use these to obtain a small discount when buying ingredients in Season 2 of the Pomelo NFT series. When considering the costs of the ingredients in the primary sale, a golden pomelo costs one EOS to produce, and will give a Season 2 discount of two EOS. Season two of the Pomelo NFT series will be announced after the conclusion of the first Pomelo funding round. Speaking of popular NFT collections, the state of the Finny 3 is out and it's quite awesome. This edition of the report focuses on the EOS blockchain with a subsequent report on the WAX blockchain expected soon. Roughly a quarter of Genesis Finny coins have been burned at the time of compiling the report. It's also noteworthy that the price of the EOS Genesis Finny coins has now stabilized at about 20 EOS after it experienced a pullback to 14 EOS from a previous high of 22 EOS. In a bid to achieve mass visibility for Finney, a publicity competition has been launched with a huge NFT prizes up for grabs. The competition, which lasts until August 22nd, is in celebration of the August 20th Finney Volume 1 pack sale on Wax. You can find more details about the competition and tidbits from the report in the written edition of this episode. While nowadays many NFT projects are making sure that they don't produce CO2 emissions, The Ocean Defenders go even further as they also protect marine life on our planet. Initiated by a committed group of artists, scientists, and watersport professionals, this WAX NFT series aims to raise awareness about marine conservation, cooperate with sustainable businesses, and to educate in a fun way. Kicking off the promotional phase of the project and to share their origin story, the core team invited early supporters to celebrate the UN Ocean Decade with the launch of the Ocean Defenders. While this first event is mainly interesting for folks currently residing in San Francisco, soon there will be many other chances to meet the team in VR, as they just recently started to cooperate with NFT Oasis for a VR experience to communicate the mission of the project and to create a place for their global community to meet. The Ocean Defenders collection comes with all the bells and whistles dedicated NFT collectors have come to expect. NFT battles, blending recipes, educational content, charity donations, and mysterious hunt for a golden ticket. The Dot Gems team is super excited to partner with the committed team of activists for an exciting NFT adventure on the WAX blockchain. Follow Ocean Defenders and Dot Gems on Twitter. Join the Dot Gems Telegram channel or the Ocean Defenders Discord channel to learn more about this exciting release over the coming weeks. Greenback is another project leveraging EOSIO to help protect the environment. Greenback is a plastic recycling and certification company with the aim of impacting climate change by finding better ways of eliminating plastic waste. To this end, it has leveraged EOSIO to further bring the plastic recycling supply chain to the limelight. The decision to leverage EOSIO comes as no surprise, considering the blockchain's reputation as the most environmentally friendly blockchain in the world. Greenback seeks to collect plastic waste and other recyclable waste in bulk in the areas where it has a presence, and process them into new products or depolymerize fragments with no prior value into harvestable commodities with its technology. The role of EOSIO in this is to use blockchain technology to mitigate fraud and offer a verifiable means to trace the origins of plastic packaging and processed materials. Thus, compensation for plastic pickers and collectors are regulated by smart contracts to ensure every collector is rewarded according to the quality of work done. EOSIO also helps Greenback with maintaining a secure cryptographic record of all plastic collected at participating centers. This will be done by the chain digitally tracking collected waste and a smart contract creating a corresponding token for every kilogram of material collected. The token serves as an avenue for companies to secure ownership of depolymerized oil beforehand by pre-purchasing the tokens. And last but not least for this week, the Bancor proposal to whitelist the DAP token on Bancor passed on July 28th. The single-sided liquidity proposal passed with $6.5 million worth of VBNT tokens voting in favor of DAP being whitelisted. Bancor consequently becomes DAP's liquidity hub on Ethereum, with about $1.6 billion as part of the new liquidity pool. The single sided liquidity pool is already filled, with further DAP deposits into the pool only possible with simultaneous injections of BNT. The whitelisting of DAP on Bancor could also increase the rewards available for DAP liquidity providers. The newly generated interest in DAP would increase fees, potentially going higher than the 6 7% yield accrued by DSPs. Following the whitelisting, an audit is being carried out by prominent Ethereum auditor, PeckShield. The auditing process is expected to take a maximum of 30 days starting from the August 2 commencement date. The audit process is the last remaining requirement to be completed for the LP staking rewards to begin. And that's all for this week's episode of the EOS Hot Sauce. If you're catching this for the live premiere, don't forget to join us in the after party in the CryptoVoxels metaverse and race for the number one mint of this week's Spicy Rare. Once again, I'm your host Daniel Keyes and we'll see you again next week. Until then, let's keep it spicy.